Hi guys, it's Ellie here, Editing Ellie. Um, I'm just popping on to give you a proper introduction because we absolutely failed miserably at doing that for you in this episode, but it was just too damn funny not to keep in. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy that. I'm sure you will. I certainly did. Um, and I'm just popping on as well to say that you can follow us on Instagram at when Chucky Met Sally Pod and on Facebook at when Chucky Met Sally. And um, yeah, it's rom-com week this week. So it's my turn to subject Matt to everything that he hates. So it should be quite a fun one. And um, thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. So just be like, welcome back. No, I need to be more, I can't whisper that. So I need to be like, welcome back. Yeah, that was, good. that was nice. Yeah, thank you. Sexy. Welcome back to another episode of When... Oh, God, runny nose. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it that. That's how you felt here, like, oh. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of I've Got a Runny Nose. <laughs> I want to keep that in. <laughs> Try again now. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Good shit. Oh, God. For the professionals. That's all right. That's all right. (laughs) Composure. Welcome back to another episode of When Harry. No. (laughs) Fucking hell. This is going to be like that buttery biscuit (laughs) crust. Welcome back to another episode of When Chucky Met Sally. <laughs> I felt like I was gonna burst. You know when <laughs> I'm doing better. <laughs> you know when you're a kid and something really makes you laugh and you feel like you're literally about to explode. <laughs> that's how I just felt then. One last time, that's it. Okay. Ready? Welcome back to another episode of When Chucky Met Sally. I'm your host, Matt. And you're joined by your other host. Ellie, you smashed that bed, well done. I did, I did. <laughs> I took five goes, but I'm in, I'm in. Oh dear, I got tears in the corner of my eyes. <laughs> I literally went from zero to 100. Yeah, con- <laughs> considering like, I, I did think, because I'm, I'm so tired doing this, <laughs> and I did think I was going to fuck it up more, so I'm happy I was able to compose myself <laughs> enough to get out. You don't out. think that was fucking up? No. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> That's like silk. And I was also thinking, I'm kind of low energy, and I was thinking, oh god, I'm going to be so boring throughout this. So you really started it off on like a, a high note, I would say. Oh, I could have been like like all the shit YouTubers are like, what's up, guys? Oh, <laughs> I actually hated you then. <laughs> the hand movement then, and everything. Oh, oh, I hate I, it. I felt as I embodied that then. Ugh. Well, you know, Jake Paul went to Miami for New Year's Eve because LA was in lockdown. It's like kind of missing yeah. the point. <laughs> but also, get it? I'm not. I'm not his biggest fan. But no, he's okay. joking. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> and if he's not, then I'll have a stern talking to. You. <laughs> I don't know. He's got really cool tattoos. Oh God. Anyway, we're not going to get into social influences. Is that what they're called? What social influences? No. Social. No influences. What's social about it? No, what am I getting? What? I, I don't know. I think you just so, mean an influencer. Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 
What movie are we rating and reviewing? And discussing. Tonight. Tonight. It's a classic. The best rom-com in the world. One of Notting Hill. Is that it? <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't go as far as an ultimate classic, but, but, no, but, okay. my dad really likes this film. Oh, and Graham is the king. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. But he doesn't like... He's not. He likes films, but he's not like a, a movie buff. But yeah. if this is on TV, he will sit down and watch it. And he he's not a rom com person. He's not a, he's not an anything sort of person, is he? He doesn't have a lot of interest <laughs> in anything. He does. But I love Graham, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, this film just fucking gets him, and I don't. It know. is. You know why. I, you no, have to no. know why. I, I retract. Pe- I retract that statement. I get it. I understand Good. why. I would never watch it again, but I'm happy with it. I, that's, oh, I'm really offended. I picked this one because I was like, this is one that Matt can't not like. Like, you have to like this film. And the dialogue, you have to admit, was it held, for its time, it held till now. It, it's so funny. Even even now, I've found this really entertaining. There you go. Just, just how well it's written, the 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 quips the jokes the everything timing comedic timing oh it's it brilliant. really is it really is good and I, and oh, what what's what's the guy's name Spike Spud Spike, Spike. Spike oh my god I would I'd watch a film just about him he cracks me up he is hilarious right. this movie uh, Ellie is doing a beat by beat for the rom-coms and well, any any movie that... Well, you say that. If it goes well today, I will. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all pending on this episode. But the idea is you do your movies mm-hmm. and I do my movies. But I would probably say I'm more comfortable doing the beat by beat because you're actually funnier than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do that. <laughs> don't want to blow my own horn. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. <laughs> Blow my own trumpet. You cocked it up in the last time, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Kick the... Clo- um, clock the bucket or something. Hit the clock. <laughs> and I was like, kick the bucket. <laughs> hit, oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, you know. Something. I said something funny. English words. <laughs> right. For the fifth time. Right. This movie starts when? Well, I can't start this without saying the soundtrack is incredible. And this kind of ties in to the opening scene. Because it starts with crowds cheering and then a fantastic montage of Julia Roberts on the red carpet being papped, fans cheering with she in the background. You know, she may be the face I can't forget. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a chain. It is a chain. Massive chain. And when I was younger, I used to fantasise about having a montage made of me like that. (laughs) With the romantic oh, so song. If you were, if only you were born like what, ten years later, TikTok, you would have been on that. I'm so glad that TikTok wasn't a thing in my um, teenage years. What's TikTok got to do with the Julia Roberts you, montage? You could make your own little montage to yourself. Oh, no, that's not that's not what I want. I wanted someone to make it of me and put a romantic song in the background. There you go. If this podcast gets. Uh, if it just blows up imagine the montage that people are going to make about you fan pages <laughs> I think you're getting a bit ahead of yourself no um, yeah no. no there's a reason why we don't film this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yet but yeah it's got a well what can only be described as a hefty 
montage of Julia Roberts. Not that I'm complaining, because that woman is a queen. I love her. Right, can I just say... If you're going to be rude, then no. <laughs> I'm not going to be rude, but although I like Julia Roberts... <gasps> you're going to be rude. I thought it was weird that she was in this film. Why? I don't know. I, d- I don't know, because she's been in loads of other rom-coms and all that sort of thing. But I don't know. I just don't... I didn't... She's a... I'm lost for words, Matt, because A, she's a picture of beauty. She's perfection. I know you don't think that she is perfection, but she is perfection. It's not that she's not beautiful. She's not my cup of tea. She can act. She can sing, she can dance. I don't know about that, but when she cries, she gets a little vein in her forehead. (laughs) What's that got to do with anything? (laughs) Because it makes her human. Anyway, so I completely disagree right, about cool, whatever cool. you're going to say about um, Julia Roberts. Yeah, feel free. But anyway, we then pan to Hugh. What's his name? Hugh. What is Grant. his name? Yeah. <laughs> All I, could think of I thought was... you were talking about a different character. All I could think of was Hefner. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, his name's not Hugh anymore. <laughs> A.K.A. William. William, William Thacker. I will not be calling him that I did not remember his name, so it will always be Hugh. That's Grant okay. In this That's if fine. I do, if I do call him by anything. That's fine. And it pans to him walking through Notting Hill. Surprise, surprise! Mm-hmm. Through the market, and he's doing a little like monologue in the background, talking about you know all the weird charm that he loves about Notting Hill, which he has blatantly. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know what you're gonna say. Over, <laughs> overstated it. I would say. What do you mean? Notting Hill's a shithole. Well, whoa. <laughs> you just came on here and you're like, I'm going to meet everyone with aggression. Sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> All the four listeners <laughs> that live in Notting Hill right now. Which, and also the four listeners probably just me and you. <laughs> you're going to offend people. Uh, we'll cut that little section out. No, we're not. Fine. <laughs> oh, I want people to slate you and love me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. No, maybe he does, but kind of where we live, a lot of people slate that. And I love it. I think it's weird and wonderful. Yeah. And he goes on to talk about, you know, like the tattoo parlour and the hairdressers where no one comes out looking normal. They will come out looking like Pokemons. <laughs> <laughs> Blue hair. Whether they like it or not. <laughs> and then it cuts to his friend Tony. He's opening up a restaurant. He's a chef. And then he also mentions a bit about himself in that he's kind of now living half a lie after his wife divorced him for what he can only describe as a George Clooney lookalike. Fair. <laughs> Which must be fucking heartbreaking. Yes, yeah, that's nothing worse like than your ex game with someone who's like blatantly better looking than you as well. Yeah. It, and then yeah, and then you just gotta swallow that bitter yeah. pill of like, oh yeah. I'm ugly. <laughs> no, but that's like, oh shit, her life's gonna be great now. <laughs> anyway, so he goes on about living half a life now with his lodger, the one and only Spike, the the real star of the show. There should be a montage with him. He if there's any scene in this film that really does crack me up, it's with him. Every every scene with every him is scene. hilarious. Yeah. Every line he has, he delivers it, and it's fucking amazing. Oh my god, I love him. How do you describe Spike? Oh, in so many ways. A Welsh beauty. Yeah, in the most unbeautiful way. Yeah, like he always, he comes out. You first see Spike, he comes downstairs in beige underwear. Yeah. He looks like he's not washed for days. When he is in clothes, they're always like, they don't fit him. Yeah. They're always, it's always like what looks to be a cropped shirt. <laughs> yeah. 
jumper. Like for a six year old. And there's even a scene a little bit later on where it, when he comes down in like full scuba gear, yep. just because those, those are the only clean clothes he has. Yeah, and he just thinks they're cool yeah. <laughs> and spacey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you meet him and he's asking Q for opinions about what to wear for a date. Do you remember this bit? No. And he comes out in t-shirt number one, oh. which says, I love blood. <laughs> and I tried to make out what it was on the t-shirt, but all I could get was a wolf, maybe? Which ties in quite nicely to our other episode last week. Oh, it does. It does, very nicely. We did that on purpose. <laughs> if it is a wolf, it might not be. <laughs> and then t-shirt number two was, get it here, with an arrow pointing to his dick, to his yeah. dick area. Dick. Dick. And... He says no to both of these, and then he comes to anyone that says, you're the most beautiful woman in the world. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the most acceptable one out of the three. Yeah. So he's like, right, sick. Walks back up the stairs, and it says, fancy a fuck on, <laughs> on the back. <laughs> so that gives you like a good idea on Spike and how kind of batshit Spike is. Yeah. And has, wonderful. Has no understanding of social norms or anything like that. He <laughs> is very much himself, and that's oh, what makes him great. I want to be Spike, actually. Oh, gosh, yeah, it'd be amazing. Wouldn't it? Just to, just to not care. Not, not as slightest. I wish I didn't care. Yeah. Maybe one day. 2021. <laughs> Oh, happy new year, guys, by the way. Oh, God, this year's <laughs> going to be awful, isn't Don't, it? What the fuck? Why? We're starting in a lockdown. Yeah, the UK's entered a lockdown now. so um... For our international listeners, that is. <laughs> I don't know where we're getting off. <laughs> well, if we, we're manifesting by talking to people that aren't actually there, because well, they will one day be there. Yeah, and then they'll get back to our, our first yeah, and few they'll be episodes. Like, oh, my God, guys. It's look, look how unprofessional oh, they sound cringing, and cringing. the sound quality. <laughs> I'm cringing. <laughs> oh dear. So now we're entering his bookshop, his independent bookshop. Can isn't I just say it is his independent bookshop? It's his travel bookshop. A travel bookshop. Yeah, what I was yeah. Say. Um, but can I just say what annoys me about all these kind of films? You know, even Bridget Jones and stuff like that. They all make out like they're like hard up people. Yeah. Living in London. Yeah. They can't be hard up. If no. he has a house, a full-blown house in London, in Notting Hill, and owns his own bookshop... He is going to make money there. It just, it just drives me mad yeah. that they just make out like all oh, this poor little... Anyway. And there's even a scene later where everyone's talking about how shit their lives are and how much of a disappointment every member of, of this friend group is. And yet, they're all weirdly very successful. Yeah. Which makes me fucking sick. Yeah. But... <laughs> But, I mean, speaking about the money, to be fair, um, when Will does enter his bookshop, him and his employee, Martin, I think it is, are kind of discussing the negative figures that are coming in (laughs) from the bookshop. So the bookshop isn't doing well. No. So then in turn, Martin then leaves to go and cheer, do you remember this? To cheer Hugh up with some coffee. Enter Anna. Right, yes. For the little meet-cute of the The movie. The ice queen herself. She, yeah, he was being very helpful to her. Yeah. And she was being quite rude. Look, I didn't like Anna. I didn't... It's fair, I think. I thought she was so cold. And this isn't even me like, oh, rom-coms are shit. No, as a character, I didn't like her. I know I... If I was Hugh Grant, I would not have found her attractive purely on the basis of her just being a twat in that yeah. situation. And I know it's meant to be that she's guarded, she doesn't yeah. trust people. She also doesn't want to get involved with someone that's quote-unquote normal. English, oh. Um, so I know that's meant to be it but I I agree she just kind of off and cold all the time yeah she's a bit of a twat and I think it was probably more lust 
than love. But he tried. He really tried to help her. He really did. And I was actually quite impressed with his attempts to woo her as well. <laughs> it, it, I, I don't find Hugh Grant particularly charming in a lot of things, but this, in, the, in these scenes... I can't. I can't picture any woman not falling for him. I know. He is so charming, so witty, so funny. Any any woman would fall for him. I I agree. He he really did like woo her with his British charm. It is. It's such a British charm. It's so like. It's so silly and uh, awkward. Yeah. So awkward. Self-deprecating. British man or British gentleman. But I mean, he did far better than like considering she's a world famous hmm. Hollywood actress. He did far better than I ever would. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad in situations like that. Like, when I was a bit of a recluse and I just used to binge Bondi Rescue. <laughs> and then I went to Australia and I saw the lifeguards <laughs> on this show that, like, no one really watches. And I I was so starstruck. I was like, my mum went, go down and say hello to them. I was like, mum, there's Maxie. She's like, yeah, go say hello. I'm like, can't. <laughs> <laughs> So Hugh, hats off to Hugh, he did far better than I I would. And in real life, he must have been like, wow, this is Julia Roberts in front of me. This yeah. is actually insane. I mean, Daniel, Hugh Grant is Hugh Grant, but that's Julia Roberts. Well, exactly. She's in a whole complete... Different league. I mean, she world. is pure Hollywood. She really is. But it, to be fair... He'd he, get there. He does get there to what? the Hollywood level. Oh, yeah. Well, he's not really there anymore, is he? But, but I, I think he's had his... Like yeah. films like this have been done, mm. and that's all kind of Hugh Grant can play is kind of the just different types of a British man. I'm sure. And, and he's, person... on a, he's on a program with uh, Nicole Kidman recently as well. That's meant to be quite good. Oh, and uh, uh, The Fall or something. No, that's not it. Christian Grey. Oh, yeah, yeah. So going back to Julia, she does buy a book, aka Anna Scott. She does end up buying a book after lots more of Hugh's awkward waffling and rambling. Um, In a weirdly romantic and charming way though he does there's no way to describe it he just does Hugh Grant doesn't he yeah it's a very British British way of wooing a woman Mm, it works and um, she then leaves and you think that's that Martin comes back with the drinks they finish up the drinks and he goes let's get another one and here comes one of my favourite lines of the film Hugh Mm -hmm. William says to Martin same again and Martin goes yes no wait let's go crazy I'll have an orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> and I quote that a lot and I don't even drink orange juice. <laughs> and this is where we get to the second meet cute, the ultimate meet cute of the movie, really. The meet cute 2.0. Yes. They both turn a corner, collide with one another and get orange juice all down one another. That is the ultimate meet cute. But spillages. how does that happen? She's not looking where she's going. No. She's not looking where he's going. Is she just going around a building in circles? It wasn't a building. It was a market. Yeah. Shops. She goes one way and he pretty much follows her. And then somehow they collide? No, he went past. He was walking back. She was walking out the market. Oh, okay. They came round a corner. So that's how it happened. Ultimately, I don't really care. (laughs) Ultimately, we're doing a podcast, so you have to kind of care. (laughs) William then offers his home as a place where they can go get changed and she can sort herself out of it before enter- leaving the house. And in this scene, don't, don't he keep asking her if she wants a drink or something? Oh, no, he does He does that really... Um, like, before he's even asked her in, he quickly goes around, like, tidying everything up because, obviously, living with Spike, the place is an absolute shit Fucking mess, yeah. Yeah, so he's running around quickly, trying to get everything tidy, but 
it still looks like a shit tip. Yeah, well and truly. Yeah. And she comes in anyway. And Dundee keep asking her for... He asks her multiple times for beverages, different beverages. He's like, tea? Water? And then he's like, orange juice? Yeah, Maybe that's not. It. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, what about food? Honey and apricot yogurt? <laughs> Toast? Which, again, is just quintessentially British. That's what we try and do to like better a situation. It's like, okay, oh, food, how can yeah. I make you feel better yeah. about this? It's like going to your nan's, though, isn't it? Every nan ever would just apply you with food. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Biscuit mm. tins. Oh, God, yeah. Love a biscuit tin. Oh, cheese board. <laughs> but she then does say no to every one of these offerings, which, again, I find a bit rude. Also, she does it in a rude way, though. She's like, nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not no thank nope. you, just no. No. No, no. And he's like, do you always say no to things? And that pisses me off in general with films, when people don't say no thank you, or don't say thank you or please... And also, when they just put a phone down without saying bye, boy, anybody does that to me, I'm flying <laughs> off the fucking handle. Ringing them back, why do you not say bye? Exactly. Say bye, please. Yeah, thank you. Next time, say goodbye. Thank you, please. <laughs> so they say their goodbyes at the door. Yes. And then literally two seconds later, a ring at the doorbell again, and it's her again. And she comes back in saying she's forgotten something. Mm. And then they um, hear Spike <laughs> entering. <laughs> And Hugh immediately tries to make an like make an excuse to him. That's like, this is my roommate. Please don't take any notice of him. <laughs> he, he is who he is. <laughs> and he walks in, doesn't even notice there's like a Hollywood actress right in his porch, and walks past them both. Like, right, I can't do a Welsh accent, so I'm not going to even attempt it. But he's like, I'm just going to get some food, and then I'm going to tell you a story that's going to make your ball shrink to the size of raisins. <laughs> <laughs> And then both both William and Anna both kind of stand there in amazement and shock at what's just happened. Don't blame them. But then they kiss. Now kiss. They kiss. You said the Mike Tyson meme. Yeah. <laughs> now kiss. <laughs> now kiss. <laughs> but I again, I'm not just doing this for effect. I hated the scene. I, Why? I really fucking hated the scene. Why? There is no chemistry there. Absolutely. Fuck I thought all. you liked this when we watched it. You said that that's better than the holiday. Oh, it is better than holiday. But what's better about this is that it's actually funny. The love story I thought was dog shit. Mm, I don't know if I can agree with you. Well, to be fair though, what I'm about to say next, <laughs> it well, does kind of back up yeah, what you're saying. It does reinforce, yeah. <laughs> because Anna does ask Will not to mention anything about the kiss once they've had the little smoochy smooch. So it's better not oh, to tell anyone. Because she's better than him. And then she leaves. And then he spends, he will, I keep saying, was different things every time spends his days wondering if he'll see her again which you would do yeah you'd be in a dreamland for those few days yeah i mean if if a hollywood star kissed me out of nowhere and then just fucked off you know i'm never gonna forget that that's the other thing about this film is that it is written like a fanfic oh, this it is, is yeah. this is how i would write my fantasy about zac efron back in the day yeah like he, he kissed me and then he went away for three weeks. When I worked in the pub, he walked in and asked for a pint and I poured it for him. And then we kissed in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it is very like that. It really and is. And then he came back and he was a bit aloof, but then we really got on and then he left and then he came back. <laughs> and now we're married and I'm pregnant. <laughs> Spoilers. It is like that, though. It, it is really written is. like a fanfic. Every beat is so exactly what you expect. Yeah, and then and then some with yeah. 
Spike. Oh, Spike. <laughs> Not Spike. But then a few days pass, and William asks Spike if he's had any picked up any messages off the phone that were for him and this is when spike is in that weird scuba outfit oh, yeah. and he's like can i ask why you're in that and he's like well not wash any clothes <laughs> and i just thought it was cool and spacey <laughs> even though it's the opposite of spacey it's ce and even he just like oh, yeah. yeah you can't argue with spike's um uh, logic logic thank you and spike has trouble trouble remembering if any messages did come from all of a sudden he's like there was some American girl called Anna. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said that she was someone else. <laughs> Changed her name to something else. But, and he can't remember the name, can he? No. So then he frantically rings the Ritz where she's staying and is throwing out all these names. Mm. And they're like, they're like, no, sir. Like, you know. And then Spike's like, try Flintstone. <laughs> I think she said something about Flintstone. <laughs> And he finally gets through mm. and arranges to meet her. So when he arrives at the Ritz... That, hang on. Done in the scene where he like puts the phone down and he's like, classic. Oh, Is that that fucking scene? Maybe. Oh my God. Who says that? People. Nobody. Yeah, people say that. Nobody has ever said that. Classic. Yeah, put I've a, said that in the past. Put a fucking phone down like... Classic. I, I agree. Like the timing of the classic wasn't classic to the way you'd use the word classic, but exactly, people say it. I'm not saying it's not a word. I'm saying you don't <laughs> use it in that context. No, you'd be more like result. Yeah, than sick. classic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I'll let Thank you have you. that one. I'll let that one slide. Anyway, <laughs> he arrives at the Ritz, goes up to the room, and this is when I really love this scene. This is when um, he's in the lift with a journalist. Or another person, a man. <laughs> He's Just all of those things. All the bases. He is all of those Not a things. woman. Long haired though. But to him at the moment, he's just a man. Hmm. And they go to the same floor, and Will walks to the room oh, and with so flowers in hand. Because they're both walking, like they're both trying to act like they're not going to the same place. So like, as as they're walking down the hall, they keep looking at each other, but like instantly staring away as if you're like, oh no, sorry, it's. <laughs> Oh, so and then awkward. Will arrives at the door about to knock on it and um, he turns to the man he's like are you, are you sure you're for this one as well like because he's probably thinking oh god I'm, I'm one of many men yeah anyway someone answers the door and it's quite clear that um, Anna's room has become a press room yes for the new film that she's just you know doing um, promo for and William is then mistaken for a member of the press <laughs> oh and he panics doesn't oh, he oh my god he panics and he looks at a, a magazine that's like this room. What is it like? Horton Horton <laughs> panics and says he's from Horton Oh god, I love that so much. And I that was something that surprised me that I even remembered that bit. I was like, before he said it, I was like Horton Hound. <laughs> and he's got um, a bouquet of flowers in his hand to give to her because obviously he thought he was just going to turn up and it was just going to be him and her. And the journalist that went up in the lift with him asked him about it and he's a bit embarrassed. So he's like, oh no, it's not for her, it's for my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> She's dreadfully ill in hospital. <laughs> and then he has to interview Anna um, and give her the flowers. And it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Because that bald man, who's her agent, I think, yeah. keeps walking in. So sometimes he has to ask her questions. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, ever thought of having more horses in it? <laughs> 
<laughs> and then she's like, well, I would if it wasn't in space. <laughs> See, it's just good. It's yeah, good. It's it good is. comedy. It is. And she, she is playing this. This is probably the only scene I think I actually did like her in it because she is actually finding this very funny. Mm. No, you're right. She is. And anyway, that kind of ends. It's all a bit awkward. Yeah, goes on goes on for like 15 minutes. It's, it's a long yeah. scene, but it's... That that scene is worth a watch. It Definitely. Is so he he leaves and the journalist that he walked up with enters and then he's like, oh, she took your flowers. And then Will's like, oh, yeah, right. Oh, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <Just walks off. laughs> but then he has to interview all the other members yeah. of like of the cast for that film. Oh my god, it was the most awkward little montage bit I've ever seen. I was so all, tense. It's all horse related, isn't it? It's oh like, my god. Ever thought of having more horses? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh god, it's awful. Anyway, as he's, um, what's the word? Walking. No, as he's like thinking that he's all done, ah. rounded it all up. Yeah. Thinking he's done. Um, one of the press people grabs him. He's like, oh, have you got a moment? He's like, no, <laughs> please. I'm so done with this awful day. And um, Anna wants to speak to him. They arrange to go out on a date. And then Will remembers that he's got his sister's birthday dinner to attend. And yes. do you remember? Is it his sister? Oh, yes, yeah. it is. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, Anna's like, well, can I come? Can I come with? So fucking weird. Well, I think she just wants a sense of normality. Don't care. I think she just wants a sense of normality, though. I don't care. It's weird. Like, if, if me and you had literally just met, like, when we met down the pub, mm. and if the second time ever seeing you, I was saying, oh, I can't see you, like, Thursday, because I'm going to my little sister's birthday, you are like, oh, okay, I'll come. I'd be like, no, you're not. Yeah, that is weird. It's weird. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to come either. Exactly. <laughs> what? <sighs> There's so much that happens in this film. I'm like, that's not normal. Yeah, okay, that isn't normal, but neither were werewolves. Yeah, but the way they acted to the werewolves is really normal. <laughs> they loved one another. <laughs> <laughs> so then we find ourselves in Max and Bella's house. Great scene. Genuinely great scene. Yeah. Hugh and Julia rock up together and my favourite bit about this was the reactions of everyone yeah so you've got Max and Bella who acted probably the most normal out of everyone that attended the dinner yes. party um, and they were very respectful they they really obviously sweet. saw yeah. who she was and was like oh okay yeah and I think um, oh, I can't remember the friend's name now but he, he was like right wine yeah. <laughs> straight away <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what I would do. Well, it was not. <laughs> a famous Hollywood star, I'd be like, Mmm. You would shit yourself. Well, I think I would react a bit like Honey did. So Honey is William's sister. You would act like her if you're meth. Okay. So I think I would react a bit more like Honey reacted when she walked in through the door. Yeah. And... After after you got over your uh, sheer panic of, of seeing someone even remotely famous. Honey's reaction... <laughs> What's the first... And Honey's played by Emma Chambers, who was in Vicar of Dibley, played Alice. And to be fair, always plays the exact same role. Yeah, she does. And that's and that's not that's not me being a prick. Like she's she good play, at it. She plays it well, and I like it. And 
Well, she's a bit edgier in this one than, than yeah, she is when she bit. plays Alice. Alice, she's quite naive. And everyone who has watched Rick of Dibley that knows me says that I am Alice. Oh, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fair, <laughs> I like that. that's a fair one. Anyway, Honey's reaction, she walks in and she just goes, holy fuck. <laughs> and then she goes on about like rambling massively, like, oh my God, I used to think you're the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> and I always thought, I don't know why, but I always thought we were going to be like best friends. <laughs> <laughs> And then Gina Roberts is like, I've got you a present. She's like, oh my God, we're best friends already. <laughs> Which, to be fair, if I had a few wines and I've met someone famous, that be. is how I would, yeah. exactly how I'd react. 100%. And then she even goes on as like, doesn't Anna want to go to the toilet or something? And then Emma Chambers follows her upstairs like, yes. oh, let me show you. Yes. And then she come, Emma Chambers comes downstairs like, I don't know what happened. I just, uh, she was going, she was taking down her trousers and <laughs> I just stand there staring at her. She thought, I couldn't leave. I was still talking. And I just, I don't know if she hates me or not. <laughs> Which again is me. <laughs> but Honey also walks in with their friend Bernie. He's a stockbroker, but not a very good one. And he doesn't even bat an eyelid. Not at all. And everyone kind of is looking at him like, are you going to say something? And he's like, hi, hi. And then it pans to that awkward conversation between Bernie and Anna. <laughs> he's asking what she does for a living. And she's like, oh, I'm an actress. And then he's like, oh, God, you poor sod. Like, mm. the wages that actors are on these days, it's just such a cruel job, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, how much did you earn in your most recent most recent movie? And she's like, no, oh, 15 million. <laughs> and that just stops him dead in his tracks. And a fun fact, for this scene, um, Judy Roberts, I think I think she had lived that scene because uh, I think the original script was um, like five million or something like that. And she kept, every time they did the take, she kept upping it and upping it and upping it. And then she finally said 15 million, which is exactly what she was actually paid for this role in Notting Hill. That Fucking is absolutely ridiculous. mad. Ridiculous. That is insane. It's so much money. That is, oh my God, one day. I just want to win the Euro millions, please, Lord. Or, bring it po- out there. or the podcast takes off. I think we have to get 15 million from podcasts. They all sit, sit down and have dinner, and I think Anna feels really at home with kind of Will's circle of friends. I think she just kind of enjoys that bit of normality. She does relax a little bit. She and, does, yeah. But even this thing, she's not like No, no, I think she is. Because then they have the plead the case for the last brownie. So it kind of goes around the table, and everyone kind of pleads their pity, pity party. I would love to play this game. Oh, same. I'd be like, hi, my name's Ellie. My dad died when I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> I've had crippling depression ever since and anxiety is through the roof. Because of my trauma, I now have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> and then I was come out, oh, I'm, a, I'm a decorator. And like, oh, you poor shit. <laughs> Gives me the brownie. <laughs> Today, talk about me with brain damage. Today, I passed a woman as I was walking down to the supermarket. I passed a woman and like I let her go and she she went thanks thanks and I looked at her and I was like I know you and I could picture her smoking and speaking to me and saying thanks darling and I couldn't I couldn't place her <laughs> I, I could picture her doing that but I could not place her just one one single lady smoking yeah no context no context that's like it's like she was in like a void <laughs> and just like replaying that one sentence she might have been an actor i can't she might have been in that one me, scene it's very difficult having trauma brain damage and I, i'm joking but it's true <laughs> no, no, it's, it's real like it if, is it, real. if you go through severe trauma it does it does cause brain damage mental illness in it yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, so they're going around, you know, Bernie's talking about how he's a stockbroker, but he's not a very good one. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, haven't, haven't been laid in like a year. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And then I think Honey talks about how she's kind of in one failed relationship after another. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of, you know. It's very nihilistic. It's very end of the world. Which... Light hearted, yeah. though. And then it gets to fucking Bella, yeah. who's in a wheelchair because she's been, she had an accident and she was yeah. in a wheelchair 18 months ago, we find out. And um, she's like, well, we found out we can't have children. Oh, God. Oh, that Fucking hell. I mean, it's a nice light dinner party and then she drops out. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's real to her, so I wouldn't want to take it away, but I would be like, fuck me. I, I would stop it there and I'd be like, have the fucking brownie. Yeah, you obviously want it more. But then her husband, Max, I think, does quite a good job as well yeah. of trying to lighten the mood. And he's like, no, if anyone gets the brownie, it's Will. Yeah. And then kind of says, you know, how he's like living with a lodger, I think, and in a failing bookshop, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Naming all those things. And his wife or girlfriend cheated on him and all that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and so he gets past the brownie and then Anna puts her hand up. She's like, oh, wait, 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 what about me? And then she then goes on this spiel of how... She's been on a diet since she was 15, yeah. so she's been perpetually hungry for 19 years, whatever yeah. it is. And how she's had, you know, certain works done to look the way that she looks. Such ease. How one day she'll just be old, her looks will fade, and she'll just look like someone that was an actress one day, or was famous one day. Which I... I th- I want to believe that that was in the script, but I think she, I think <laughs> she like, felt it. I'm going to just ablip this. <laughs> Pity me. I'm the most beautiful woman on the planet. Pity me. And it, I love this bit because it all kind of goes quiet and they're like, yeah, yeah, nice try. <laughs> it's not <laughs> winning. It's Will is the with saddest her. one here. <laughs> or Hugh Grant, sorry. But we never find out who the brownie actually goes to in the end. I, thought it was... I think it should go to Bella. Personally, oh fucking hundred yeah. percent. I'm sure it does go to Hugh Grant. I'm sure he's sitting there. I think he it. does. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. <laughs> I just just looked at my notes and I've the the girl in the wheelchair. I called her Wheel Girl. <laughs> I I can't remember her name. What what is her name? Bella. Bella. Yeah. Wheel Girl. Not Wheel Girl. Wheelie Girl. Wheel Girl. It's Bella and Max, the wheelchair couple. Right, got you. So yes. So okay, we've established that the brownie went did stay with Will. Yeah. He was the main pushing sure. party. So then the night kind of draws to an end after that and um, Will and Anna leave and I love this bit because oh. as soon as they shut the door all the friends inside squeal. Yeah, like it is a proper like just seen a proper celebrity sort of squeal. Yeah, yeah. Like they've been holding it in all night. Yeah. <laughs> so at least wait till they walk down the road. <laughs> then you go on, as they're walking out they, they both hear it yeah. as they walk out the door and Hugh Grant sort of goes Oh, they, they always do that it's, it's so embarrassing <laughs> it's like sorry about that <laughs> but this is kind of where they don't really you can tell they don't really want the night to end yeah they're, um, doing, they're doing that long walk that you yeah, do yeah you just kind of slow it down a bit yeah. a bit like we did on our first date did we? slow walk and you're did we like, do that? shut up and you're like shall we just go to another pub? <laughs> I think it was our first date actually that's what I just said that's what you said night we met didn't you? I think I said first date. I think so. We'll see who's right when we play this back, bitch. Yep. Um, but then they see this park that's mm. been locked for the night because they don't want any hooligans about walking that's through. Because Notting Hill was known for their <laughs> knife crime and hooligans. And so they decide to climb the fence 
except Will has trouble climbing it. And again, this leads to another one of my favourite lines of the movies. When he tries to climb it, fails and slips, and then he's like, whoopsie daisies. Which Anna... Cracks up. She finds it funny. Yeah, but she's also like, whoopsie daisies. Yeah, she fucking rinses him for it. Whoopsie daisies? <laughs> yeah, but she's laughing. That is still a valid saying. Yeah, but not to her. She's American. They don't yeah. say whoopsie daisies over she, there. They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. She is. Um, yeah, so Anna absolutely rinses him for it. And then he says it again. She cracks up again. So I think it's all in jest. Then they enter the park, and you know shit's about to get romantic when Ronan Keaton starts playing another part of the amazing soundtrack. You, you fucking love this soundtrack. When you say nothing at all. Take note. <laughs> <laughs> and they get to a bench. Fun fact about this bench. It's real. Is it real? Oh, it's real. <gasps> it's real. But it was auctioned a few years ago. No. And it was sold to <clears throat> someone in Australia um, as like a, a gift gift to his, his girlfriend. And then their, their relationship broke up like a week later. I hate them for doing that. <laughs> so now it's in Australia. Yeah. I hope it's loved. Yeah. I hope it's loved. I've always said to Matt, when I die, I want you to put me on a bench. And I think this is what I want you to write on there. What, what was written on there? It says, to June, who always loved this garden, from Jack, who always sat beside her. Oh, that is sweet. Isn't it sweet? Yeah. Although I, I do kind of want to make her funny and make people laugh. So. Yeah. It's that classic bench, though, in there, where it's like... Um, um, this is this bench is for Dave. Dave hated this park and everybody inside it. <laughs> That's good. See, I like that. That's brilliant. I like that, but I can't steal Dave's joke. It's gonna be like knock knock. Who's there? Not Ellie. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> Here's a bench. <laughs> I just came up with that. <laughs> oh, I could say, please sit on me, Ellie Hodge. Oh God, no! <laughs> How crude. <laughs> Talking about bottoms. <laughs> so they've had the little smooch in the park. Yes. They've admired June and Jack's bench. Yep. And they have a little sit on it. And then it kind of pans to, you know, them going on several dates to the cinema. And he's he can't find his glasses. Yes. Um, so he ends up wearing a snorkel mask, which because <laughs> this this passed back to a previous joke because um Spike's wearing the snorkel <clears throat> mask, isn't he? Yeah. And he can't see properly out of it, and this where Hugh Grant says, oh no, you won't be able to see because they're prescription. Yeah. Because he wanted to be able to see the fishes when he was underwater. Um, he does call them fishes, but that annoys me, it's fish. Fish, whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's sitting in this in this fucking cinema with goggles on, like, I don't know. I, Again, I it's funny. I didn't like that scene. It's rom-com. There's got to be some com in there. I, no. She liked it. And then oh, they she go... likes com, did she? <laughs> I just put my hand to my face, like, all bashful, like, oh, no. I said it. I said, um, I said com with an O. Thank you. Just have you know. So northern com. A northern com. Love <laughs> a northern com. Um, anywho. You got all wet. got all shy. I don't know why. Um, I'm not a prude, I promise. Um, and then they go to a restaurant. And this is where they overhear some of those, do you remember those lads? Those London uh, lads who are so great. I mean, they really did egg it on with the chat. They were they like, did. what can we say that's going to anger yeah. Julia Roberts or Anna Scott? I um, didn't like this scene. I no, I didn't. I thought it was cringe as well. And Will? Yes. Will. 
Will makes a pathetic attempt to try to shut them up. Uh, He's like, that person that you're talking about is a real person. And then like, Anna how would, has to... How would you feel if that was your wife or girlfriend or daughter? Uh, it's shit. It was never going to end well. No. Never going to end well. Just hit him. And Anna kind of pulls him away and then she kind of stops. Turns around, goes back and emasculates them. And kind of insinuates that they've got small dicks. Yeah. Which, if you're going to emasculate a man... Oh, go straight That's for the dick. That's how you go about it. Yeah, straight go. Straight for the dick. Straight for the dick. Or there's that TikTok challenge where they're saying to people, you look like you can't swim. And these men get so fucking angry. Oh, you tried that with me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I thought, I wonder, am I with the bell end? And I'm not, actually. <laughs> you were like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> I don't care if you believe me or not. <laughs> well, it's fine that you think that. <laughs> So Anna thanks him anyway for his attempt, his thoughtful attempt at trying to stop them, even though she had to <laughs> go back and finish the job. It's so cringe. So bad. It is bad. It is it's bad. It's so bad. cringe. I didn't like it. But this leads up to my least favourite scene. It's because Anna invites Will back to her oh, hotel God, yeah. room. And he say, she says, uh, give me a minute. I just need to sort something out. It come up in like five minutes. Which is weird in itself. Weird in itself. But the scene wouldn't exist if she hadn't done that, so... <laughs> He knocks on the door, Anna opens it, and only to find that she's there with Anna's boyfriend, Jeff. Alec Baldwin. Alec bloody Baldwin. As if. As if. I don't know. He's no, got, come he's, on. He's got a weird sex appeal about him. Like, have you seen his wives? Wives. Plural. Yeah, he's had multiple. I don't know. I don't think I have. Oh, is they're this, ridiculous. Is this the one that's... Oh, there's a scandal. I think... This is he. Oh. Spit out. Is he married to someone that claimed that she was Spanish, and it's now come out that she's not Spanish? Oh. And they've <laughs> named don't... all their children Spanish names. <laughs> if that, if that's them, that is so funny. And what's happened is that actually she was born in Boston, but their family had a home in Spain, and she just like claimed that she was Spanish and like even put on a slight accent. I hope all this is real and not just spreading fake no, news. No, this is, that is she so had to funny. write an apology and everything. That's like, so fucking funny. Yeah. They've um, named all their kids Spanish names. And she's like, I love the culture. <laughs> imagine committing to a lie like that. Oh, it's, it's really embarrassing. Even, and Harry Styles' ex-girlfriend, I think her name's Camilla, she... Is a bitch. Puts on, yeah. She, she is. And she puts on a French accent, even though she's not what? French. Oh, it's so embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> so it's not... a joke, mate. <laughs> Holding back. It's so weird. I mean, I've put, I've purposely put on an Australian accent with my friend when we were on a night out. To to woo the males. To no, not to woo the males. To just get free drinks. <laughs> I was. I said to my friend, like, "You're Karen, I'm Sharon. Let's go get this." <laughs> and all night, and these men, they didn't fucking get us a drink and we put in so much Australian work. I was like, I'm from a small town called Corumba. Karen's from Sydney. <laughs> and they followed, they didn't follow us, but we kept bumping into them every pub we went into. So every time they were like, oh, hi ladies. And we were like, oh my God, hi. <laughs> oh, they was like, fuck off. If you're going to buy us a drink, then fuck off. <laughs> At that point, I'll buy you a drink, but just for the work you put in. <laughs> Anyway, we got to hear from Alec Baldwin's wife. <laughs> yes, yes. Back to Alec Baldwin. So, um, yeah, so she does assert to Will that they had actually broken up and, like, she's actually quite surprised that he's here. But yeah. it all has to be said really quickly because, obviously, he's now in the room. Yeah. You don't fuck with Baldwin. And Will 
then has to pretend that he's room service. Yeah. Oh, oh this, this, I hate this scene. This so scene much. is brutal. As Will's about to leave, Jeff, Alec Baldwin, is like, oh, could you just adios those plates? Oh my God, so he has to pick up the plates. And I know, I know it's all written so that Jeff's a prick, but boy, is that Baldwin a prick. Oh my God, I just, oh my, just can you imagine how mortifying that must be? Mm. Like, not only have you just had your, like, dreams crushed. Yeah. <laughs> and you thought right you were going to get laid yeah. with, like, this Hollywood superstar that you've, like, got a thing for. Yeah. You then have to take her dirty plates away. Yeah. That her boyfriend ordered you to. Oh, mate. I would die. I would rather die. I mean, that is fucking... That that scene is brutal, and I hated it. He, and the walk he does afterwards. Yeah, the sad walk. The sad oh, little walk. Everyone remembers those walks where, like, something had oh, okay. gone to plan. <laughs> and... Like, didn't he like walk in the rain and shit? Like it's like proper cliche. It's dramatic, and I think it it <laughs> what plays another soundtrack is. Oh, of course. How do you mend a broken heart? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's didn't, that one. Didn't like that song. What's Literally, this? as we were watching it, you were like, what? "This is a tune." Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> I might be getting confused. What? What's the rest of the song? How do you mend a broken heart? I don't know. It's quite slow. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got the energy for me. <laughs> So some time passes. Yes. With Will being just incredibly sad and depressed. And even he just talks to himself. He goes to the cinema where they went yep. and watches her film, her yep. recent film. Why would you do that? No, you don't do that. You don't. Who does that? Who does that? Just make you. Well, I suppose it is a bit like, like I have a sad playlist called Bops that make me sob. Oh, you stress me out with that playlist. I know the moment you put it on, it's like we're in for a day. Well, and sometimes I put it on and I'm like, I'm fine. And then by the end of it, I'm absolutely crying my eyes out. So I don't know why I do it to myself. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. You didn't try to put it on in the car with me then. I'm like, no, change, change. what the fuck are you doing? I did it on the way to work once, which was a real rookie error. <laughs> Makeup's fucked for you and get there. Just bad all round. So yeah, he's absolutely torturing himself doing that. But then it, you end up, he ends up back at the flat with Spike and Spike's trying, <laughs> trying to help and like tell him to open up. And in he goes, I'm quite high up with some spiritual vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> so once Will does open up, Spike just, and he goes on like, kind of like this big monologue, doesn't he? About like how he feels like he's opened up Pandora's box. and Oh, that... <laughs> that line is so funny. I think I've got it in my notes. So do I. And Spike, he doesn't know what to say, but it's like, yeah, tricky. <laughs> and then he's like, I knew a Pandora at school once. Never got to see a box though. <laughs> 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 Fucking great. And then Will's like, that's really helpful. Thank you, Spike. <laughs> so good. We have, a, we have a bit of a montage of... Um, of the dinner parties afterwards, I think of all the girls that the the people around his friends have tried to yeah get him to start seeing, and they're all fucking awful in every yeah. way, apart from one girl whose name I haven't noted. I don't think her name's actually mentioned. She is beautiful. She is funny. Yeah. She is everything this film should have been. <laughs> True, actually. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of how you'd want Julia Roberts to be. And everyone else like, so what do you think? Mm. After she she let out the door, and he's like, yeah, she's she's beautiful, she's funny, but she's not her. 
and I was pfft, absolutely get fucked. That is ridiculous. And especially compared to the two previous dates, because you had like that woman that was a hippie fruitarian. <laughs> I only eat fruits that have fallen from a tree. <laughs> and then he's like, so what about his carrots then? And she's like, yeah, they've been murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one prior to that, who was absolutely just, just so obnoxious. And oh, she walked yeah. in, she just looked at Bella and she's like, you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> And then she's like, come on, Willie, let's get sloshed. I was like, whoa, it's really aggressive. (laughs) So, you know, especially after those two, you'd think that the third one he'd be like a bit more lenient with. I've I've actually seen in my notes, (laughs) that girl is beautiful and funny. Fuck Alan Scott. (laughs) Ellen. What's her name? Anna. Anna. (laughs) I was like, this is director. (laughs) (laughs) I'll write any notes quick. So that's so confidently as well. I know, that's why I was like, must be the director. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, he, he does turn this third date down, doesn't he? He says, yeah, no, bullshit. my tummy keeps rumbling. Sorry if you can hear just the odd rumble <laughs> throughout my tummy. I can hear it in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> but literally the next day, he gets a knock on the door and who is it? It's Anna. Ellen Scott. <laughs> Ellen Scott. But... <laughs> I've even got this in my notes. She turns up out of the blue. Yeah. No no phone call, no text, no nothing. I know they didn't have mobiles and shit back then. But AOL. You know he has not cleaned that house since she was last there. No. I would be pissed. I don't care if she loved my life. I'd be genuinely annoyed she turned up out, out of the blue. No, but you'd be, oh no, you'd be so excited to see. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You, you give it the big one, but actually you'd be like, okay, come in. No, because now, no, no, now you're going to know I'm a fucking slob. Not you. That's a stop. It's a spike. It's a spike. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason that she's turned up there is because some quite revealing pictures of her have been leaked. Yeah. Quite, some quite pornographic. Like, well, it makes it makes it out that it is porn. And at this this is of a time when like news getting leaked was like big news. Yeah. I suppose, and well. like the British newspapers are fucking savage as well. Yeah. And she even makes a. I have to watch the movie twice. So. <laughs> like really bad memories (laughs) she does even mention that like your newspapers are like particularly bad definitely bad then as well i think they've meddled out a little bit now i don't think maybe um i think i still think they're quite savage so um it becomes evident that she's there as like a bit of a hideout Mm. but they do kind of bond again and end up in this kind of like cozy blissful kind of Mm. like love bubble she has a bath a bath, a bath, as me man would say, and um, that's when Spike walks in. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "You must be Spike," yeah. and he leaves, and then has to like go back in and check. Yeah, <laughs> that that Spike. scene is really funny because in the even going in, there's like wank over her pictures as well. Oh, I just thought he was going in there for a wee. No, he takes pe- he takes the papers in. He, oh. ta- he takes newspaper in. He, I like, just thought that was see, he walked read he, on the loo. No, <laughs> he, he walked, he so nice. <laughs> He walks in with the newspaper. He's like, "Oh, brilliant! Uh, oh, fantastic! Oh, okay! Oh, these are fantastic!" And he goes upstairs, like, "Give me a minute." Oh, so he goes okay. upstairs and he's unbuckling his trousers, and that's when he sees Anna, Anna Ellen Scott behind him. <laughs> There's someone that's watched this movie twice. <laughs> Quite shocking. <laughs> it's when he he leaves. Because he... he even goes out of the room after after she says hi. Um, you must be Spike. You must be Spike. Um, he even goes out of the room and he's like, 
thank you, God. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I yeah. do. And then he goes back in and he goes, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're kind of... And that wasn't even in my notes. Well done. Yeah. Well remembered. Gold star for you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they're in this kind of like love bubble now. She's had a bar. She's a bit more relaxed after a little breakdown about the leaked pictures. They're reading through lines for her next upcoming movie that is to be filmed. And um, they're kind of having a natter in the kitchen and Anna notices a piece of art on the wall hmm. by Chagall. I think it's Mark Chagall. can't actually remember. And they kind of discuss it and she's like, it's just how love should be. And then he's like, what, in the sky with a goat? <laughs> See, I was, you know, I was talking about how good my memory was. I yeah. don't remember any of that scene. Uh, like I said, I had to watch it twice. <laughs> <laughs> when he started talking about pitch, I'm like, <laughs> don't remember it. Is there one in your cup version? <laughs> So then it kind of draws on to evening. She had a better day than expected, considering how it all started off. And um, he kind of directs her to his bedroom. And he makes it clear that he'll sleep on the sofa. He's trying to be respectful, which I appreciate. That's very nice. And he's laying on the sofa, kind of like, oh, God. Like, he wants to be up there. You know he wants to be up there. Everyone's been in that situation where, like, about a girl, girl... Not not girlfriend over, but a female friend over, and there's a little bit of chemistry. And oh, has everyone been in that situation? Everyone's now? been in that situation, have they? Really. Have they? You've definitely been in that situation. Don't think so. Probably have. <laughs> if I want to sit with a man, I will. <laughs> not <laughs> <Just> now. <traveling. laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs> but then Spike Spike comes down. And he's like, "So you're gonna slip a one?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, right. So she's newly single. <laughs> yeah. And you both really get on with one another. Yeah. And she's in your bed. Yeah. And there's like, so why aren't you going to go sleep? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just about to leave. And then he's like, well, if you're not, can I? <laughs> and then he kind of, Will rolls over in a half after shooting Spike yeah. away. And he hears footsteps again. And he goes, oh, sod off. <laughs> And then Anna's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then all of his dreams come true. All of his dreams come true. And they have a, now kiss. They kiss. kiss. They kiss again. Yeah. And With their genitals. And he's mesmerised. He says, wow. And she says, what? And he goes, nothing. Oh, it's like fucking cringe. And then they have the sex. Ugh. They go upstairs and they have the sex. That was fucking awful. And they hug. And it's so sweet. And I love it. <laughs> So they have the sexy time, time, and they wake up in the morning in bliss, kind of in amazement. What have you said? What have you said? (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Tell the people. I've just uh, sent them a note where it says, when when they kiss and whoever says it says, well, and then the other person goes, what? Yeah. Nothing. I'll put in my notes, what the fuck? You see, what Matt and I have discovered is that we both have different love languages. Yeah. So he's like an acts of service kind of love language. I cook, I clean, I buy shit. That's what I, I enjoy cook, doing. I don't clean. And I, I like words. So I do everything but words. I'm just not a very wordy person. Yeah. And so, sometimes words can cringe me out. I don't know why. It's just Everything yeah. cringes Matt out. But the trouble is, is that nothing's cringe. Well, things are cringe. 
But not everything that you find cringe is cringe. You just make it cringe because you cringe. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. So anyway, they wake up after the sexy time <laughs> and after the lovely words exchanged. Wow. What? Nothing. Yeah. Lovely words. Oh, fucking awful. <laughs> and um, Anna even makes, well, breakfast, which is really sweet. Breakfast in bed. Mm. She comes up in his shirt. Sexy, sexy. Which, to be fair, that, that's like... It's fit. That's ultimate, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, you need to get bigger shirts for me to do that. No, that's no good. <laughs> I mean, when I was 18 stone, you would have been out gliding then. you saying I'm 18 stone? No. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> when I was that big, oh boy. Not that there's ru- nothing wrong, anything wrong with being 18 stone. No, I'm just telling you the what? benefits of it. Yes. And as they're laying in bed, just about to eat the breakfast that Anna has made, the doorbell rings. And uh-oh. So Hugh Grant, Will goes to get the door. And he's shocked to find hundreds of paps yeah. at his door. And he quickly shuts the door. And it's like proper like Britney style. We're like, Britney, Britney. Brr. Yeah. Yeah, all the, all the flashes. It's excessive. Oh, it's... It is, it, that wouldn't happen, IRL. It would just not happen. I don't know. It, I, not that many. I think it would. I mean, not that many. I, yeah, I think if there was a bit of a scandal, yeah, that I've, that's 100% real, in my opinion. Okay, I disagree. And... She goes, who is it? Hmm. And he has plenty of time to be like, Anna, don't open yeah. that door Yeah. in my shirt. Just don't open that door. Yeah. And, and he, he doesn't. He even opened the door in like his boxes. And he waits till she's like just opening the door to be like, Anna, no. Mm. And I'm like, it's just a little too late. Um, so yeah, that pissed me off. It was excessive. But it becomes evident that Spike's just kind of let the word get out down the local pub and spread it spreaded the word spreaded spreaded spread the word down the local pub completely by accident just just in conversation yeah yeah i think i think it's just not realizing the consequences yeah he was I just think. boasting about how he's got like anna anna scott in at, at his house <laughs> like any he, and he didn't he didn't mean it in like oh yeah in a malicious yeah, way no it wouldn't like, have been it was more conversational <laughs> but that's when spike goes out and he absolutely loves it, and he's pulling all like the yeah. What are those poses? Well, like muscle poses. Yeah, like the bodybuilder poses. Yeah. <laughs> and then he he comes back. It comes back indoors, and he's got got like one one half his arse cheek hanging out his box. Uh, like what are you called? Pants underwear. and um, underwear. And um, he's got like this little mirror just right next to the front door. And he's like, oh, how did I look? Yes, <laughs> nice bulge in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Nice and pro in the back. That's it. <laughs> Something like that. Nice firm buttocks. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then he go. Don't even go back out. And he's like, "Yes, brilliant." <laughs> <laughs> but I even put in my notes like he has the confidence I would honestly kill for. I would kill for Spike's confidence. Oh my god! Just just that lack of giving a fuck. Oh dear. Anyway, Anna absolutely freaks the. Fuck oh, out. She, she's such a fucking dick. She's such a dick in this scene. I was, and I was I was shocked watching mm. it back. I was like, this is completely uncalled for. Completely. Kind of calling Will out, even though he's done absolutely fuck all wrong. Uh, other than not telling her in time for the door, which you have ample time to do so. That's the yeah, reason I'll be pissed, That's personally. the only thing that he could have done differently in that situation. Otherwise, it's just not his fault. He's perfectly fine just yeah. enjoying her company. And he, he's been so respectful during this situation, even though she is fucking going off on him. Yeah. And she just comes across as a massive prick. And I, 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 even if I liked her, 
this scene would make me hate her. Yeah, she is I agree. She's such a dick. She is such a bitch in, in this one, definitely. Um, and she just storms out, leaves, and, and leaves in quite a hurry, kind of gets the car sorted and just goes. And William then decides that he's just going to try and forget her. And we then lead on to a kind of him walking through Notting Hill Market as the seasons are changing, which I love this bit. But I thought this was all practical effects. I thought it was just like, um, which to be fair, it kind of is. But it turns out it's all it's special effects as well. Like they do, they do like the season changing, which I thought was, is, is a good shot. I love that, yeah. But the individual shots um, stitched together as special effects. And I thought it was one stage where they individually slice. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. But no, no. Okay. They, there's a stage for this, and then go to another stage, stage for okay. that. Okay. And then he splice together, which, uh, I don't know, that, that takes the magic away f- a little bit for me. Just because it would have been cool to do it all practical and... That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. that's a shame. But I, I still love that bit. That was good. It is a good shot. It is a good shot. And, it, you know, so you then got an idea that a whole kind of year has passed. Yeah. From, yeah. from seeing her. Yeah. And um, it's all very sad as well, isn't it? Poor, it's back to sad world now. And then we go back to the bookshop and then Honey and Spike run in and Honey's very excited. Yes. Um, because she's running and she's got Anna's agent's phone number. Yeah. Which, are we ever told where that's come from, where she's got that from? <laughs> I have no idea how she would have got that. Oh, she does say, but I can't. I don't can't. think she does. I don't think she does. Anyway, so it's very random. And she literally just walks in, leaves it with him, and then walks out. Now she's walking out. She turns back to Martin, the uh, awkward library oh, boy. Yeah. She's like, hi, Martin. Sexy cardi. <laughs> and he gets all bashful. And I'm like, when has a cardigan ever been sexy? When has it ever not been sexy? <laughs> in the Marks and Spencer's Peruna section. <laughs> <laughs> and Will throws the number of the agent in the recycling don't bin. Don't blame him, fucker. I was like, no, come on, it's true no, love. No, And the friends gather at Tony's failed restaurant. Now, Tony's a friend that we met right at the very beginning. Yes. Who was opening up a restaurant and it's had its time. It's, it's not lasted. It's failed. So they're having the last dinner. Bella's making a little speech about how, you know, we don't know why things happen, but they just do and mm-hmm. it all works out in the end. And then Bernie announces that he's been fired. Yep. Honey then announces that she's engaged. Yes. And then oh. turns to Mike and it goes, Spike even, and goes, it's you, by the way. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> See, that, that is good. That's oh, really good. I love good. them. They make the perfect couple. They do. They're, but I, I just can't. Although I love them. <laughs> How the fuck are they going to survive? I know. <laughs> I, I, I know mental. I know a few couples like that. <laughs> that I'm like, how do you survive day-to-day yeah. life? Um, and then Will lies to himself and everyone else by saying, like, thank you for putting up with me for mm. the past however many months. I feel like I've now turned a corner. Mm. Which he is barefaced lying. Yes. And the night goes on, everyone gets a bit drunk and it turns a bit solemn. Everyone's playing the piano and Spike's dancing around to a very slow song. <laughs> And Max then tells Will, he's like, right, okay, so if you are really over her, I suppose me telling you that she's filming a new film in Hampstead Heath, just around the corner, Mm. that's not going to affect you in any way. And Will's like, ah, shit, okay, (laughs) (laughs) you caught me. (laughs) So the next day he goes over to the set of the new movie. And I have to admit, if I was in his shoes, I would go and see 
yeah. if, if if you know around the corner like your ex love interest was was film, filming a filming a film mm. oh, you hundred would go and see yeah. what's going on so he tries to get in of course the security guard won't let him but then he spots her and she invites him in and says that she might be a while mm. But wait, I've got things I want to say to you, basically. And one of the crew members then takes him to like a sound guy so that he can have a headset and like actually hear the dialogue of what's going on. So he sits down quite happy. And um, then he overhears a conversation that he really didn't, bless him, want to overhear. Fair. Where one actor asks Anna Scott, who was that man I saw you with earlier? And then she goes, oh, just a guy from the past. Yeah. I don't even know why he's here, really. Yeah. <gasps> Shock horror. So he just gets up and leaves. Don't as fucking blame would him. anyone. Oh, yeah. my God. The next day, Anna turns up at the bookshop with a gift in hand. And she's very awkwardly kind of saying, oh, you left yesterday. And kind of trying to rekindle the romance again and get things started again. And she, in in this scene, in this scene, <laughs> in this scene, I pretty much agree with everything he that, said. Yeah, he just shoots it down basically, doesn't he? I think he would, you know, if if she was not a, an actress and acted that way, a cunt. That <laughs> that would be a friend's advice to say no, don't put up with this anymore. Yes, and he would, yeah. He yeah. would do that, but if if she wasn't just a massive bitch in in that one scene, he definitely would have like accepted that. But because yeah. she was like, oh no, just somebody from the oh no, just somebody from the past. I know, so rude. Ugh. And she she kind of dismisses that as you know, oh she's not gonna tell people all her you know details of her love life and stuff. But just say you wouldn't respond like that. You'd just no. be like, oh no, always oh, a friend, yeah. an old friend that yeah. I've not seen for a while. That's all you'd have to yeah. say. Um. Anyway, Martin. The little bookshop employee interrupts because Will's mother's on the phone and he's left alone with um, Anna Scott. Yeah. And then is saying, oh, I loved you in Ghost. (laughs) 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 And asks how Patrick Swayze is. And Anna's going to be like, "Um, I don't know. And he's like, oh, wasn't he very friendly in the filming? And it's like, "Uh, you'll have to ask Demi more. (laughs) (laughs) And Will comes back just in time. God, I... Well, it's like Julia Roberts is part of like a trio where they always get muddled up. It's like Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock, and yep. Anne Hathaway. People always mix those three people. Yeah, up. fair. Yeah, Anne, Anne Hathaway is a bit of a weird one because she is significantly younger, but they all have the, the same same sort of features. Yeah, yeah, yeah brunette. So yeah, Anna kind of continues to try and win back Will's. Oh. With the worst love. fucking line in like, this worse. This is no, worse love it. than wow what? No, this is iconic. You're offending people by saying this is worse. Fucking awful. So Will kind of says, you know, I can't do this and because you're so famous, I just see your face everywhere and you know, I don't want to be reminded of you all the time. And she goes, The fame isn't real and then she says, like, by the end of it all, I'm just a girl. Standing in front of a boy, asking him to love her. Oh my God. How uh, could he? And he still was like, nah, bitch, I'm bad. <laughs> absolutely. No. Who? Oh, it's so sweet. No, that's iconic. I don't care what you say. I don't care how cheesy it is. I don't actually care. That, that is beyond, iconic. That goes beyond cheese. Um. So she leaves, thinks that's it. She's due yeah. to leave London 
to go back to the US that evening as well. And um, afterwards, Will consults with all his like little circle of friends. And the gift that she's got him has been opened. Yes. And it's identified, so you will remember this, as it's the original print. No, I remember seeing the the picture, but when he exposes the gift, or opens the gift, mm. and it's... I remember seeing that scene. I'm like, that's a bit of a weird gift. No, because it ties back to the kitchen scene. But I don't remember that scene. So there to me, go. weird gift. Thank God for me. So <laughs> she had the original print, which is why she noticed it in the first place, because she's got the original of that piece. That he had as a print oh, in his kitchen. That makes more so sense. That was like a nice little gift for him. <laughs> so he's with his friends and he's trying to kind of convince them as well as convince himself that he's made the right decision. And they're all kind of like, yeah, yeah, right decision, right mm. decision. But you can tell they're thinking, what the fuck have you mm. done? Yeah. And um, they're even like, is that a genuine Chagall? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, I think it is, yeah. <laughs> and then in walks Spike and... <laughs> It's announced that he's just turned down Anna Scott. Yeah. And Spike looks at him and he goes, you daft prick. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, oh, right, let's go. <laughs> Everyone else kind of like agrees. And he, he even says the line that actually she did say to me that at the end of it all, she's just a girl standing in, in front of a boy asking him to love her. Awful. And then he's like, I've made the wrong decision, haven't I? And they're all like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, you have. And he's like, how fast is she car, Max? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they so begins this like wild mad goose chase to get to oh great the cat's having a mad two seconds prick <laughs> so so begins this mad goose chase and they're trying to get to the Ritz um, before she leaves so they get there and they go to the front desk and he's giving all these like Disney names or like cartoon names he's like Bambi you know naming all of them yeah and he's just about to give up and then the, the guy at reception's kind of let him off nicely. He's like, there was a uh, Miss Pocahontas here. And she's like, where is she, where is she, where is she? And it's revealed that she checked out the hotel to go to a press conference at the Savoy. Yes. So they then have to die in the car <laughs> and do a mad journey to the Savoy now as well. Spike has to get out and like stop all the traffic. And Honey's like, you're my hero. <laughs> so they get to the Savoy after a bit of, um, oh, what's it, like bartering with the receptionist. Bartering. Bartering. He eventually gets into the press room and all like the journalists are there asking Anna Scott questions and, you know, it's kind of alluded to that she's taking a year off acting and um, someone asks when she's going to be leaving London and she says, tonight. And then someone else asks, you know, kind of, who was that young... Englishman that you were with and are you still together blah, blah, blah. and she says no we're, we're just friends I think um, and this is when Will kind of takes his opportunity which yeah, is very out of character for him as well because he's sort of like mingled in with mm. the like the, the journalist the yeah and he puts his hand up and basically says you know he were to kind of go back and change his mind and say actually let's give this a go would she reconsider staying in London for a bit and she says, yes. And then she gets the other journalist who asked when she's leaving London or when she, how long she's planning on staying in London. So ask that question again. And then she says, indefinitely. Indefinitely. Yes. I love it. And then they have a little smoochy oh. smooch. It's such a moment. And everyone's so happy and cheering. And it's, oh, it's lovely. Oh, I don't know. It's so lovely. And then it goes on to a little montage scene. And she's playing in the background again. She may be the face I can't forget. That's a tune. 
and they get married. Oh yeah. And they go married. to a premiere together. It's all lovely, lovely. And then the film ends lovely. It's a little pan through the park, and then lay on the bench. And as it pans round to like face them. You see that she's pregnant and he's reading a book. Oh, yeah. And I like to think, I'm not sure it is, but I like to think it's the same bench that they first sat on on like, their I, first date. I think it's uh, for that same bench. Oh, so sweet. No, and I like the ending. I hated the report a bit, but I liked the montage and I liked the fact that they were sitting on the bench, he was reading the yeah, Traveller's so book sweet. or some shit, and she's all pregnant up. That's, that is a good ending. Yeah, I agree. And it's very kind of, it's a very stereotypical ending. Very oh. rom-com ending. Yeah. Yeah, it ticked all the boxes, isn't it? Marriage, kids, lovely, lovely. So, all in all, I absolutely love that film. I thought it, it, held its, it held its own after all these years, which not a lot of films can do now. No. So, what would you rate it on a cheese scale? From, from, from mild <laughs> cheddar being one... And a strong Stilton being 10. <laughs> just, just for that fucking line. What, what was the line again where it's you like... You can't remember it, so it can't be that bad. Let me get my fucking <laughs> notes. Hang on. Two. Yeah, here we I'm go. also just a girl. Standing nope. in front of a boy. That is fucking awful, but... Asking him to love her. That sounded so good. What is it? Wow. What? what? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Get fucked. That is just for that alone. Seven out of ten on cheese. A seven, which is quite strong. That's not strong at all. <laughs> anyway, seven. <laughs> Fucking <you now>. seven. <laughs> I give this a seven out of ten. Okay, and what about the film in general? It's got to be. I, as much as I've chat shit about this film, and where the dialogue is janky as fuck in places it hits the mark in every other aspect mm -hmm. for me and the humour is still funny it's still so well written still funny still weirdly charming in places as well and this is like Hugh Grant at his best as well so I'll give it give it a seven sick that's good so seven, seven on both yeah see for cheese I'd, I'd go really low on the cheese that, I'd give it I'd that give don't it, bode well for the future though <laughs> I'd give it a four Fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> that means there's going to be cheesy in a the future. on the cheese scale. Um, and what would I give it? I'd probably give it a, an eight on the film factor. Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah, I think it's a... It's just an all-round classic. And it's this... got all the elements and it's still funny. I'll tell you this now. If What's her fucking face? Julia Roberts. Roberts. If she was more likeable in this film it would have boosted it a it would have 100 percent boosted but i just couldn't get behind her she they didn't humanize her at all no, not they at all. just and kind I... of made her this like bitchy aloof which again i know it's meant to be it's like guarded hollywood star and all that stuff but they overkilled it, it yeah it made me hate her and i do agree with that i do agree with that and it's something that i hadn't noticed previously watching it but watching it again now i did pick up on that as well but yeah so I'd like to think that UV's meeting gently with the horror films. I feel like you threw me in deep end. I've, I have given you a classic. Because you're just a girl. Standing in front of a boy. <coughs> asking him to like this film. Fucking awful. <laughs> no, you gave it a seven. Yeah, I like the film. Like <laughs> I'm the pleased film. with that, I'm pleased. I like the film. What did you give Dog Soldiers? I think a seven. Or a six. Maybe a six. Okay. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. 
So next week, I I think I played it quite nice and safe with Dog Soldiers. Yeah. And I feel as though it was quite a nice one. Although, you know, he got heads flying on, on bonnets and shit. No, you did ease me in. But I feel as though next week I want to... I'm, I'm going to throw you in deep end a little bit. Oh, and God. just see how well you swim. Oh, God. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for next week. You're going to... I'm not. <laughs> I'm dreading it. I'm not going to like it. We might try and... Um, when you know there's like scary bits coming up, you should probably try and like record me. Just so people know. Oh, that would be a good... <laughs> I've only seen the film one, like twice. I've seen the film twice. So I think I know where some of the jump scares. But then again, there's only a handful of jump scares in it. It's more of... Oh, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. But you're going to have a good time. Yeah. As, um, That's my... Matt's bones clipping. It was man cool, yeah. <laughs> we're old. <laughs> just readjust my, my leg just by an inch and how's it click. Anyway, so thank you for listening. This has been When Chucky Met Sally. I've been Ellie. And I've been Matt. And we'll see you next week.